live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is 5 p.m. here on the East Coast. I believe that it is 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Western uh, Pacific, I guess, right? Pacific time? Anyway, thank you guys very much. This is the second hour of Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Today is May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, uh, year of our Lord, 2021, and I cannot thank you all enough for joining me. Boy, it has been one heck of a day. And tonight, if for all those who are watching right now, it looks like we already have five, 600 people jumped on and watching on Rumble. Uh, tonight, I have a very, very, very special guest, and it is my wife. Uh, my wife will be joining us tonight to talk about a very interesting day that we had. Uh, we were visited by the FBI today, and I'm sure that you all know what it is about. I've told you for the last three months that I would not be surprised if they came to visit us and tried to get uh, our perspective of what happened on January 6th in Washington, D.C. But it wasn't just as simple as that. I will get into the story a little bit later once we have an audience in here. But right now, uh, we're going to do what we do every day on every show, and that is give some live shout-outs to those folks who are watching. So let me go ahead and do that right now. Um, we have people saying, praying for you and your family. I want to thank you so very much. Adam Reeves says, good evening, Jeremy. Can't wait to meet your wife. God bless. That's right. This is the first time that you guys are meeting her. She does not like to do this. Um, but she thinks that it's necessary to do this today. Uh, we have Rosaria Barbera says, hello, Jeremy, how you doing? The Silver Wolf says, hello from Reno. Reno, Nevada is definitely in the house tonight. Um, and I know things are a little bit different on Rumble, folks. I know things take a little bit time to get used to, but it's a it's a smaller platform than, than YouTube, and it's great. Corn Pop is here. He says, hey, Jeremy, please add Armor of God underwear to your store. That's probably not a bad idea. Uh, thanks, Corn Pop. Appreciate that. It's chiming in from the White House. Ashley Jean from Southern Illinois. How you doing? Good to see you. Love that you watch the show. I appreciate it. Um, Major VA27 says, I love watching and listening to you. I also read Jesus Calling, have for the last six years. Well, God bless you, man. I appreciate that. Provo person says, yay, we can hear from the hip hop wife. Everybody's tuning in to hear, <laughs> to listen to her, not me. That's for sure. Um, boy, mom, Wida, I can only mean that that must be uh, Alicia. Alicia, she says, let's get ready to rumble. That's exactly right. Champs 169 says, hurrah. We've got uh, Mary from Ringgold, Georgia watching. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And Linda Conrad, who is watching from Wisconsin and Anna. CPA says we need some Mexican food for dinner. Boy, you know what? I do not disagree. And as a matter of fact, when my wife actually does chime in on the show tonight, I think she's going to be chiming in from a restaurant. She was invited out uh, for dinner tonight, and my wife never gets to get out. So anytime that she can get out with a friend, I definitely encourage her to do so. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give a couple special shout-outs here. The first shout-out would be to Mr. Harvey Morrow. Mr. Harvey Morrow, and I hope he said that right, but check this out. Mr. Harvey Morrow, much like Jeff Rathai, uh, who wrote the book that's sitting next to me as well, he sent a bunch of books that he himself wrote. The first one, The Good Old Days. Cannot wait to read this one. Talking about America being founded on Judeo-Christian values. We've got Similitudes. We've got Jacob's Trouble. We've got The Seed of the Woman. Definitely a great book, I'm sure. The Promise of His Coming. Of course, you know who they're talking about there, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the one and only. We've got Choices. And let's see, we've got Deceived. These are all books written by H.G. Morrow. So let me just uh, read the letter uh, that was sent to me with these books. First, he says, I would like to say how grateful I am that you are proclaiming the name of Jesus publicly. 
You are a breath of fresh air at a time when it is much needed. I know you're making a difference, and I praise the Lord for that. My daughter, and I won't say her name, told me about your show. She and my son-in-law watch you daily and send me the link each day. I pray the Lord will bless you and yours and that your show will continue to go, grow and bring others to Christ. Please accept this small gift as a token of my gratitude for all that you are doing to inform your listeners about the dangers facing our republic. Our republic, okay? Not our democracy. Thank you very much. And lifting up the name of Jesus. I do uh, not send them in order for you to promote them on your show, but that you might be blessed and encouraged to share them with others. Now more than ever, Christians need to take a bold stand for Christ and let our voices be heard. I could not agree with you more. I suppose writing these little books is a simple way, uh, my way of letting my voice be heard. Thank you for all you're doing, and I pray the Lord will bless you and yours. Thank you so very much, H.G. Morrow, and I, uh, I pray that... That God blesses you as well. It looks like He already has. You're doing the good words. You're doing the. You're spreading the gospel. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I want to God bless you, your daughter, your son-in-law, and 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 much happiness and joy come your way. Thank you so very much. Now I also got this, and my family. We're we are uh, we love knitted blankets. Check this out. This red, white, and blue knitted blanket. I'm not going to unfold the whole thing, but it's definitely high quality. It's handmade. And uh, this actually was sent to me from Cindy Ward, who's watching right now. So, Cindy, I want to thank you very much. Cindy also sent her phone number, and I was able to call her right before the show. Sometimes I just like to randomly call some of you guys if I have your numbers. Um, and, I, and I get an extra few minutes in between emails and everything else and getting ready for shows. And uh, that's going right on my personal recliner. So, So my wife, beautiful Sabrina, if you're watching right now, just to let you know, I'm bringing home this craft blanket, this red, white, and blue crocheted blanket, and it is mine. It is not not yours, and it is not the kids, although I'm sure you'll steal it when I go out on the road on the Save America tour. Uh, (laughs) Okay, folks, uh, let's get right into doing what we do best, and that is giving our love and our honor. And all of everything that we are to God and Jesus Christ Almighty in heaven uh, by reading from Jesus Calling, whom uh, a listener just said that they've been reading for the last six years. And I'm going to tell you what, it helped me with my journey to Jesus as well. So Cinco de Mayo, uh, year of our Lord, 2021, says this from Jesus Calling. Don't wait until, and by the way, I have a night and morning version. So if you're if you if you're trying to follow along, and most Jesus callings have just a morning version, um, and you're following along, and we say, wait a minute, that's not what that says. That's because I have two versions, morning and night. So it says, don't wait until you're already discouraged to bring me your concerns. Let the basically don't wait till it's too late. Don't let something fester. Don't let some. Don't let a cancer spread before you take your concerns to God Almighty. Let the light of my face shine upon you as we discuss these matters. Eventually, this heavenly light will break through the fog in your mind, enabling you to see things from my perspective. That's coming from Acts 2.28, which says, You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. And speaking of God's presence, God was definitely present today, both at my home and here in my studio when the FBI decided to come. He was definitely present. And when you hear the story about what he did in just a little bit of time, it's going to blow your mind. The second is from Palmas. Excuse me. Excuse me. That's for corn pop. Psalm 43, which says, he put a new song in my mouth, a hymn to praise our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in in the Lord. And before you turn out that light tonight, whether or not I change your circumstances, expect me to put a new song in your heart. And I'm telling you as a musician, as a musician, as a rapper, as a whatever you want to call me, I'm ready for a new song. And I think that new song is going to be titled Armor of God. Ladies and gentlemen, Share the video for the simple purpose of getting people here live. I know I have to upload the recorded version after. So for all those who say, hey, I couldn't find the video right after you were done, it doesn't work like that on Rumble. Not yet. I have to record, which I'm doing right now, simultaneously as I'm streaming. So then I have to upload the recorded version after, and it takes a good hour. So the videos will always be there. It's just going to be about an hour or a little bit more later 
from the time that we get the video done, just so you know that, okay? So, uh, and sometimes you might have to refresh a couple times through that that intro of the Live from America uh, thing, but don't worry. You'll get the hang of it. We'll all get the hang of it together, as we always do. Amen? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right to the Lord's Prayer, because that is the most important part of anything that we ever do, giving our praise, giving our prayers to God Almighty. So, say it out loud so they can rejoice in heaven, or say it internally for whatever reason if you have to, so the Spirit can hear it. You ready? Everybody ready? I hope I don't say it too quick. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now, before we get started tonight, I'm about ready to send my wife an invite. But before I do that, before we tell you exactly what happened today, I do want to show you my website. Because there's a lot of folks out there who are still confused about where to find me and where to find certain things in and on my website. So let's go there right now. I'm going to transition over so you can see this. Here's my website. If you go to jeremyharrell.com, this is what you're going to see if you're on desktop. Now, if you're on your phone, it'll look a little different, only because of the layout of things. But this is it. Uh, this is me thinking I'm cool right here. Check that out. Yep, okay. And so if we, if, we, if we go right here, you'll see here it says live streaming podcast episode available now. So you can click this and you can go to the podcast um, although for some reason it says live, it's not live streaming, not yet, but you can go to the podcast, the, pre- the podcast that I previously had just done. Now, if you scroll down here, you'll see right here, live from America, social media links. You can actually click each one of these and it will take you to wherever these, so where I am on podcast, where I am on YouTube, where I am on telegram, rumble, Instagram, TikTok, and soon we'll be adding more to that. Now, here's the other thing too. See this latest live from America videos on Rumble. So right here, it sometimes it takes hours, sometimes it doesn't take long, sometimes it takes a day. It depends on technology and how it pulls data. But you can see, you'll see my latest lives. Um, the only thing that's not on here is this morning show, but that'll be on here very soon. And you can even click this during a live and it'll bring you right to the video. If you scroll down a little bit more, here is the videos from YouTube. As you can see, the last one there was done, well, a few days ago because we're now banned. <laughs> but uh, And it says right here, YouTube live currently down due to YouTube censorship. Live videos are on Rumble. And the reason why I'm showing you guys all this is just so that you can become familiar with my website so that you know when all else fails, when you can't find me, we have worked out ways for you to always find uh, find the show. Now here it says recent live podcasts. So what this is doing is it's pulling a lot of uh, short, quick data from all of these up here to put on the front page for you to make it easy. And then if you scroll down a little bit more here, you will see the partnership with Mike Lindell. So you can visit MyPillow.com and put in that promo code. And if you scroll down a little bit more, this is where you sign up for your free Bible, folks. Right here. A gift for those in need. Sign up for a Bible. Tell me which Bible you would like, whether it be a children's Bible or an adult Bible or a Jewish, uh, a Jewish Bible. Sometimes we get some of those. Sometimes we don't have all of them. And then, of course, you can listen to featured music, and then this is where you sign up for the newsletter. But basically, that's pretty much the front page of the, the website. But right here, American Strong Companies, I want to go here real quick so that you guys can see um, the directory. I know I'm taking a little time here, but I really need to show you guys this stuff. Because a lot of people get very confused. So right here, you can click to join the American Strong Directory if you have a business. And it'll ask you very specific questions. But look at some of these businesses here. Maple Creek Cabinets. Check that out with a link right to them. LivingChristianBooks.com. Phone number. Okay, check that out. we got Kind Embroidery there. We've got Anaheim House of Jerky. Dramatics Decor. Baker's uh, Primitive Candles. Um, We've got Health Coaches. Um, sometimes they don't send us a, uh, an image, so you'll see, uh, you know, that's an image, but uh, sometimes you'll see just, it says, you know, uh, America Strong, uh, Perfectly Posh. Uh, anyway, there's just, uh, scroll through here sometime. You can spend a lot of beautiful, uh, great money to get beautiful, great products 
from American businesses. And that's pretty much the website. Now you can go through and you can scope out other things as well, but that's pretty much the website in a nutshell, guys. I really, really wanted you to make sure that you always go there for everything. And we're always upgrading it. Yes, it costs money, but that's what you guys' donations go to. It goes to, to making sure that we can facilitate everything there. The only thing you can't facilitate is straight live video right from there. It would cost you about 30000 a month. To do that, and that is why these big companies have such a stranglehold on society right now. <clears throat> so anyway, I just wanted to give you a quick crash course. Course, and uh, now I want to send my wife this invite. So my wife, I've just sent her the invite, and let's just see here. There we go. I want to bring that up to about right there. I'm going to make sure that she comes in so you can see her clearly. So once my wife comes in here, we're going to talk about something. I will tell you this, folks. Yes, the FBI did visit me today. They visited me and they visited my wife. And before we even get into that entire conversation, because we're going to bring you from start to finish of what happened, okay? And uh, please don't have an opinion about it until it gets all the way through because, boy, let me tell you, there's some twists and some turns in what happened. But I'd like to say this first. I am now... 100% fully convinced that the federal government, as it is right now, is not only engaging on full-on warfare against Trump and all of us who support President Trump, and, and the reason why I believe this is so is because they desperately, they're doing anything they can. I mean, look at, look at Black Lives Matter's demands. They're doing anything that they possibly can to get rid of Trump, to make sure that he never, ever, ever runs for office again and to make sure that we he loses as much steam as possible. Look what happens with me. When they censor me one week, it's very hard for people to find me. They can't find me. And, 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 and big companies, big tech and the government, they know this. They know this. They know everything, right? The FBI knows everything. So why they even have, what they did today, they could have called me for, to be honest with you. But I'm actually glad they came. And I'll explain that to you later. But what they're trying to do right now is the same thing that the IRS did under Obama. They're being weaponized and they're being, um, they're not only being weaponized, folks, they're being weaponized against us, against us. So not only am I convinced that they're going at us completely, but they're also going to get rid of God. And ultimately, they're going to take, they want this country to be communist China. They want this to be the CCP. Okay. So I have my wife. Joining in right now, I am going to to switch the, the screen over for you, and I can see she's outside of this restaurant, so please, everybody, welcome my wife, Sabrina Harrell. Sabrina, can you say hello so I can see if I can hear you? Hi. Ew, what are you wearing that mask for in your hand? They won't, because they won't let you in. What? No exceptions, huh? No exceptions. So it was either walk in five feet... All right. Well, I don't want to keep you long, honey. This is the first time that everybody sees your face. And I know you don't like the limelight. I know you don't like to do what I do, but I'd like you to at least if you want to, before we get ready to tell the story, if you want to say anything to anybody, because I know you read every letter that I get. And I know that there's a lot of things that you'd like to say to some of these people. Oh my goodness, I don't even know where to start. I'm just so thankful. I love reading everyone's letters. Um, Everyone that sends a letter, I read them. I am really slow to respond, um, you know, five kids and all, but um, I'll definitely be getting some cards and letters out to you guys, um, and I just want to thank everybody for everything, for your support, whether it just be um, monetary support, whether it is on encouragement, it's always, 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 always appreciated, um, but yeah, crazy today, right? Yeah, it is. So, okay. So before I tell my side of the story, because I can't tell your side of the story better than you can, please <laughs> start telling, like literally frame by frame, what happened wow. today at the house before they came and visited me. Just to kind of kind of go through it. And if I have to stop you for anything, I'll stop you. All right. So we uh, you know, had the plumber there today fixing some things and Sasha was going nuts just barking and I didn't see anyone outside um and she just kept going and going and I went to the door finally I saw these two guys and I opened up the door said hi can I help you and there he goes said his name and said he's from the FBI I'm like yeah he shows me his badge he goes it's uh Jeremy here so no he's not here he's at work right now um is there something I can help you with and he goes, well, you know, we're just trying to get some information. Um, 
Now, hold on. So, you know as well as I do that they already knew. I mean, they're the FBI. They know They know literally everything under the sun. So, they're just asking you rhetorical questions to see what you say. I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. You know, and I, and I said to them, you know, what, what, are, what is this exactly about? And they said, well, the insurrection, we got a, uh, an honest, anonymous tip that he was there and he was one of the insurrectionists and that he's a danger. And I literally laughed out loud. You laughed. I laughed. <laughs> laughed at what? Laughed at what? Because they said that whoever's the voice said that you were a danger. A danger to who? To anyone. To anyone. They just said a danger. That's what they said. Okay. All right. What happened next? Um. And now I said, nope. He actually left a couple of hours before that happened. Um. I said, in fact, I was watching on TV. Um, all of the people going into the Capitol. And I called you immediately when I saw that and asked, where are you? You best get home now. Um, and I remember you telling me that you were already on your way. And that's what, and that's what most people, that's what, that's what most people remember too. Anybody that watches the show or watched those lives, they all said, we remember you being in your truck already gone when all that happened. So if, if, if they know that, I know that, you know that, then you know damn well the FBI knew that. Oh, yeah, they know that. They knew. They knew 100%. They knew what your vehicle was. I didn't even say what your vehicle was. They said, oh, he traveled there in his own car? I said, yep. He goes, uh, Chevy Silverado? Yeah. Okay. He goes, did he have anyone with him? I said, yeah, I think, I think he brought a friend with him. No, I didn't want to give too much information because I don't know exactly what's going on. Yeah. Now, yeah. And, 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 and you didn't let him in the house either, right? You came, you, yeah. you came, you went outside and, and stood on the porch with him the whole time, right? And you know, of course, Sasha, as vicious as she looks, they, I don't think, wanted anything to do with coming inside, so. <laughs> so, okay. So were, were they polite? Were they nice? Oh, they were really nice. Very polite. Um, they weren't rude in any way. They didn't, like, demand anything. They were very polite. Just asking questions. Um, they really were very nice. I don't have anything bad to say about them. It was just super surprising that the FBI was showing up at our house, you know? Yeah. Were you scared in any way at all? Or were you sh- no. were you shaken? No, were you... I was shocked. I was like, what the heck is going on here? And this... And, and, and you know what? This is the story of our life, right? Up here doing a show. Uh, FBI shows up at, your, at the house. FBI comes into my studio. And we come home. We talk about it. I come back and we're doing another show. It's like, this is the life uh, yeah. of, of the hip-hop patriot and his, uh, his better half. Yeah. Yep. Nothing, surpri- nothing surprises you anymore? No, not at all. Are you kidding? It's you. So, yeah, okay. So what happened then? So what So what they asked, so they called me and I was live, right? I was already live. Now, by the time that they came to the door, I was getting done my first show. So what happened? What, where, did they ask to, 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 to have me come home? What, what did they ask to do? They asked me if I could call you. And I said, I asked what time it was. They told me it was 1130. I said, oh, he's in the middle of reporting right now. He's not going to answer anything. Um, so, you know, just give it a little while. And I said, well, wait a minute. I have a ticket stub from the parking garage that he was at. Boom. Um, I, heard I, I wasn't sure if it was the ticket going in or the ticket coming out, but either way, it was a ticket. And I'm sure that they could have found the people working that day and, you know, that lady that called you to let you out or whatever. You know, they, they figure that stuff out. So. so you went and got the ticket for him and showed it to yeah. him and, and what they do? Um, they took a picture of it, both sides, front and back, and, um, it was the ticket for the day before, it was not for the ticket, um, the day of. No, and because I didn't get a ticket the day of, because remember that guy came out of nowhere and just let me out, and we're like, uh, who are you, and how did you just let us out, like, what's going on right now? Like, so, I didn't have a ticket, um, for on the way out, I, I just didn't have one, so... Um, all right. So is there anything else that happened before I let you go and get back to dinner? Um, no, that's it. Okay. I well, I think that they were super nice though. Cause 
I would have been really upset if they were nasty and rude. Now, I'm not going to tell the people exactly what happened yet um, when when you called me here at the studio. Uh, so don't oh. so don't give it away. But just give <laughs> just give your reaction to what did happen, and then when I tell the story, people will understand. I was mad. You were mad at me. <laughs> I was mad. Yeah. I didn't think and you. What? I didn't think you were going to be mad at me. I thought you were going to be like, well, that's Jeremy. No, I was mad. I'm like, are you sit there and joke around like that? I, and if it, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll leave it at that because I want to tell that story. You're, 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 you're stealing my thunder here right now. Um, all right. Well, hey, I love you. Thank you for coming on. I know you don't like doing this stuff, and I, but everybody here is saying great things about you and that you're very pretty and that they love you. Aw, thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later, okay? I love you. Love you, too. Bye. All right, folks, there you go. That is my wonderful wife, Sabrina. And um, I will say this. Sabrina is not uh, She is not one to be uh, shaken or flustered. She's actually more solid and more grounded than I am. So I will pick up the story right there. So they left there and they came to here. Now, at the end of this morning's video, if you go back and watch Rumble this morning and watch the 11 o'clock show, you'll hear at the very end, you'll hear me say, yeah. And what, what I'm doing is I'm, uh, somebody was knocking at the door. Now, nine times out of ten, when somebody knocks at the door here in my studio, um, it is the uh, UPS or FedEx because you guys send me like, Literally hundreds of boxes of stuff that I still have to have some stuff to open. So, um, and what happens is, is usually I'm doing a video or I'm getting ready for a video or whatever. And they knock on the door and they say, hello. And they say, you know, packages, UPS, FedEx, whatever. And I say, okay, I'm in here, leave it at the door. And they walk away. So I heard a knock at the door and I'm like, I'm like, yeah. And I just got done the video. Okay. So I hear a knock at the door and I said, and I hear FBI and I'm like, uh, the first thing I said was funny. So I, I hear FBI and I go, funny, uh, FBI or UPS? And he goes, no, FBI. And I'm like, FBI? So instantly I'm already thinking about what it could be. Uh, obviously this, you know, this show is, it makes a lot of waves and uh, a lot of people in, in high places, regardless of how popular the show is now, as far as numbers go, they know the show. They've known about the show for, for a long time. Uh, President Trump has known about me and the show for a long time. And so the first thing I thought of was, oh my, it's got to be related to January 6th. So I said, funny, FBI or UPS? And he goes, no, FBI. I said, oh, okay. So I walked up, walked to the door, opened the door, and there two men stood with their badges that said FBI, New Hampshire. Uh, I think it said uh, Bedford, New Hampshire or whatever. And they're sitting there with masks on. And... Uh, it's funny because not a single bit of me from head to toe, from soul to skin, not a single bit of me was uh, worried or or ha or had anxiety or 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 my guts started to feel a certain way or my legs turned to jelly. None of that happened. None of that happened at all. And the only way that I can explain that is because even when you don't do something wrong, like I didn't, you still have this kind of funny feeling like I've never been visited by FBI agents. Have you? Have you ever been visited by an FBI agent? You know what I mean? So you don't, especially Corn Pops FBI, who doesn't care about the rule of law, who doesn't care if you did something right or if you did something wrong. They only care that you support President Trump regardless of all the cities burning and all of the, the stores that are burning and people that are losing their lives out there at the hands of the idea that is Antifa or BLM. So you just don't know. But none of it. None of it bothered me at all. So I, so the first thing I did was said, come on in. Come on in. You want to have this? Come on in. Let's go. So he, he, they, they, they came in, and the first thing that he said was, um, and I don't want to be so mean as to where I say, show you his name, but here's the card right there so you guys can see. There's their card right there. So he comes in, hands me his card, tells me you know his full name, and says, you mind if I take this off? I've been vaccinated. And I said, you could take it off if you haven't been vaccinated. Please take it off. You know what I mean? And uh, at this point, I'm standing up. They're standing up here in the studio. And there's not a very big room. It's some, you know, but it would be a very big room if there wasn't boxes of Bibles and everything everywhere. And you could immediately see that they were doing that cop, you know, uh, 
trained eye. You can see they're looking everywhere, looking at everything. And what do you see from wall to wall in here, ladies and gentlemen? Trump, flags, God, country, family, patriotism, crosses, Bibles. It just, it never ends, right? So you could tell they were scoping out and I'm like, yeah, well, welcome to my studio. And, and um, they said, I said, I just got done doing a show. So you must've been listening outside because you knocked at the perfect time. And he said, no, 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 no. We're just here to talk about, um, talk about uh, January 6th, your visit to the Capitol. And I said, okay. So then I sat down and they stood up. I sat right in the chair that I am right now. And I was pointed this way and they were right over there. And I said, well, what would you like to know? And they said, were you at the Capitol on January 6th? And I said, I was at the Capitol on January 6th. And he said, now I'm going to try to recall this play by play. He says, okay, so did you go down for January 6th? Did you go down on January 6th? I said, yeah, I went down on January 6th. He said, you went down on January 6th? Or you went the night before. So right here, you already know that they know. They know everything. And there's no reason to lie or anything like that. But this is just, it's, it's like this could have all been done by a phone call. So at this point in this situation, I am a, I guess you could say I was a suspect. But at the same time, I'm being interrogated. Now, I had many choices at this moment. I could have said, no, speak to my lawyer. I'm not having this conversation with you. I could have said that. And I was thinking of that in my head quickly. Then I was thinking maybe I should record this whole thing, okay? But then instantly I got that feeling of peace like, you know what? There's no reason to do that. There's no reason to add any more flames to this fire. There's nothing that you have done wrong. Truth is on your side. God is on your side. Get this over with. Let the answer these people's questions, which is completely baseless accusations anyways, which which really blew my mind that you'd waste taxpayer money to drive as far as Bedford to where I am in order to ask me these questions when you could have just asked me over the phone and I had called you. Anyway, long story short, let's just move on. So, he says to me, he says, um, you went the night before, and I, or th- that day or the night before? I said, oh, no, you know, we went the night before. I said, we went the night before. He goes, who's we? So I told him who was with me, which was my buddy, and I hate to have, you know, now he's probably going to get visited, and he's going to be like, what the heck, man? I just went with you, you know? He doesn't do any of this stuff. So anyway, let me have a c- sip of coffee here. Please share the video so people can hear this live. Um, so I said to him, I go, uh, nope, I did go the night before. And I said, and we stayed at the Marriott. And he goes, which Marriott? And I said, well, we stayed at the Marriott, which closest to the Capitol building. I don't, you know, I thought I was going to have to walk, you know. I didn't want to walk that far. I mean, look at me. I said, you know, and uh, and at this time, they're, they're, they're being very cordial. I will tell you, they were being very cordial. They were being very nice. Um, there was two of them. Uh, one of them was a younger guy with a beard. Uh, not to say that the other guy was older. He wasn't. He's probably watching this right now. And I, you know, thank him for his service, whatever, doing his job, right? And uh, so anyway, I said, no, we stayed at the Marriott, the closest one to the Capitol building, this, that, and the other. And he says, uh, so, so we, so he goes, why I'm here is we have, um, we have some accusations that came from, he said, I can only assume people on Facebook. So here we are. I'm, I've been gone from Facebook since January, no, February. I've been gone from Facebook since February. I was actually banned in January when I went down there. So I was live on YouTube. Okay. Um, or maybe I wasn't banned at that time. I don't know. No, I don't think I was. I don't think I was banned at that time, actually. Either way, I've been banned for how many months now, right? And so here we, here, here we are having people on Facebook who can just call the FBI, make wild, baseless, ridiculous ac- accusations, and the FBI actually shows up at your house or at your place of work or wherever it is. And I just thought, what a crazy world we're living in. How about me? Can I make an accusation? There's somebody illegally in the White House right now. You know what I mean? Can you go arrest him? But, you know, we didn't, I didn't get to that, to that yet. But, you know, they said, you know, so, so did you go in? I said, no, I was gone before any of that even happened. And he says, you were? And I said, yeah, I was there. And he says, well, uh, when did you leave? And I said, I don't know exactly what time it was, but by the time that happened, I was already in my truck leaving DC. And I said, and here's how the story went. I said, um, I took an Uber, we, we, we signed out of the hotel, we checked out, took an Uber from the hotel to the Capitol building, got there around seven something in the morning, literally met tons and tons of viewers and fans of the show, uh, had speeches, we prayed, I was there for probably about, you know, four or five hours or something like that, met some great people, I said, I don't know if you guys were down there that day, but it was freezing cold, and I said, actually, that was part of the reason that I decided to leave, I said, but the other reason was I felt 
Like I had done everything that I came to do. I had my voice heard. I met great people. I prayed with great faith leaders. I, um, I, I did live videos from there. I, I, I felt like I did everything that I was going to accomplish while I was there. And the last thing I really wanted was that entire crowd that was watching President Trump come and just sandwich me into this area where I wouldn't be able to get out. So I'm like, you know what? I've, I've pretty much done everything that I was going to do here. And I was like, ask my buddy if, if he was ready to leave. He goes, so did you guys leave? I said, yeah, we left right then and there. And he goes, well, what kind of, you know, is there anything that you have that would corroborate that? And I said, well, funny you mentioned that. I said, you guys have power, right? You guys have all the power in the world. Why don't you get Zuckerberg to unlock my Facebook page so that you can see the videos from that day? Because currently I'm banned from Facebook. And he looked at me like, what do you mean banned? I said, I'm banned for life from Facebook. Now, my wife one thing that she forgot to tell you was that she also told him that I was banned from Facebook. And he looked at her and said, what do you mean banned for life? How do you get banned from life from Facebook? And she's like, uh, are you kidding me? So she tells him that. But she also told him while he was there about all the threats that have made towards us. You know what I mean? It's like it's funny the FBI is showing up to ask us questions about being at the Capitol building. Um, but they we couldn't get any law enforcement to do anything about her rights being violated at Hannaford's supermarket. We couldn't get anybody to do anything about the um, uh, the people that are calling and threatening our kids, threatening to kill our kids. We we, we, we had a whole formal complaint with the uh, police department and everything. We had people working on IT addre- IP addresses and phone calls and all that. It's like, why don't you go for, after those people? And my wife actually said that. And I, I, I'm, I'm just now remembering that she told me that that was a part of their conversation. So anyway, I said, well, wait a minute. I said, my truck was in a parking garage. He says, where, at the Marriott parking garage? I said, no, not the Marriott parking garage. That is, uh, they, they didn't have any parking that day. It was at the, it was at this other parking garage. But I, I do know that it was the first slot in there. And I said, and we waited for over an hour there. We were stuck there because they were holding my vehicle hostage because they boarded everything up and didn't tell anybody about it. And I said, and then after waiting about an hour, some guy come over and let us out. The problem was, is we did not have a, um, a, a punch out ticket. We had a punch in ticket, but not a punch out ticket. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, it's Washington, D.C. There's got to be cameras everywhere. You know what I mean? There's got to be some kind of record that we were, that we left when we left. And I thought about it. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I took an Uber. We took an Uber not only to the Capitol building, but we then took an Uber away from the Capitol building as well to that parking garage. And he says, did you do it from your phone? And I said, yeah, I did. And he goes, well, then you should have a history on your phone of all your Uber calls. Again, they're the FBI. They probably know every bit of this. And I said, oh, okay, that's cool. So I pulled up my phone and I'm like, all right. And I'm like, well, how do I, how do you do it? And the guy, he didn't want to touch my phone. He's like, well, try that. And I pressed it and there it was. There it was, vindication, baby, truth and God on my side. Now, still at this point, my hand isn't shaking. There's no anxiety or anything like that. And I'm thinking, wow, wow, this, this, this armor of God peace is really something, you know, especially when you know you got God on your side. But again, you're dealing with, you're dealing with FBI agents that are told from above what to do from people like, uh, uh, Christopher Ray and Joe Biden, right? Do you trust them as far as you could throw me? I don't think so. So, um, so there it was. I, I, I left to go to the Capitol building at a little after 7 a.m. And then I left the Capitol building in an Uber at, I think it was 1230, 1230, far before the, uh, insurrection happened. I don't even like to call it that cause that's not what it was. So, uh, um, and I said, all you have to do is get this footage from Mark Zuckerberg I said, you can get all the footage from Mark Zuckerberg and you can see when I leave. And you could probably get other footage, too, of police of police officers opening up the gates and letting people in. You could probably get that footage, too. Now, at this point is when everything changed. Everything changed right here. So when I showed him that, the first thing he said to me is, well, he's like, well, okay, well, there's that then. He's like, I'll just go back. We'll go back to the office. He goes, can you screenshot that? And can you email it to me? And that's, he goes, you have my card, email it to me. So that's what I did. Uh, I emailed him after he left anyways. And um, he said, okay, I'll go back to the office and write this up and get you off the bad boy list. And I said, oh, thanks. I should have never been on in some list anyway. But the fact of the matter is now that I'm on some FBI list or that I was on some FBI list, that's pretty scary if you think about it, folks. That's pretty scary. And now, before I get to where everything changed, let me bring you back a little bit. If these accusations have been made on me, 
on Facebook. That means these accusations have been made on me by the same people who probably got me kicked off of Facebook. That means these accusations have been made about me since January 6th. So let me break this down for you. First of all, Anchor and Spotify completely deplatformed me, kicked me off their platform. Okay? Then Teespring, where I was selling my t-shirts, they get rid of me. And and, and this is their form of chipping away and, and, and censoring you so that you'll give up. Right. And most people do, like I said earlier, because most people don't have the determination, the energy from God or the money to, to, to continue to fight. All right. So then after that, Facebook completely whacks me, gone, banned for life. Then Twitter, which I never used anyway. I just tried to sign up after Facebook did that psh, bans me gone for life. Can't get on there either. OK, then YouTube twice now has banned me. And then all of a sudden, after the second ban, after being banned from Facebook, after being deplatformed on Anchor and Spotify and Teespring getting rid of me, and all of these platforms slowly trying to stop me and shut me down, all of a sudden then, FBI, you see something ironic about that, folks? Do you see something weird and ironic there about constantly trying to to break you down, break you down, break you down. And they're probably sitting there going, this guy won't shut up. This guy and his audience are a nuisance. They are keeping MAGA alive. They are keeping truth out there. They are holding Democrats accountable. This guy won't shut up. Send the FBI. Harass him. Shut him up. Scare him. Just like Barack Obama did with the IRS when it came to the Tea Party. That all didn't come to me until later on after this was all done. Then I started thinking about all this and I said, wait a minute. These can't all be coincidences. Steve Bannon says it all the time. There are no coincidences when it comes to politics. There are none. Okay? And so all of that happens. Now let's fast forward again, now that I thought about all that, and let's talk about where it changed right then and there. So he says to me, he says, we started talking about Facebook again because I told him, get the footage from Facebook. And while you're at it, see if they can unlock it for me. You know what I mean? So I can go on there and say hello to everybody on my page and let them know where I am just so that I can delete it for life. I just like to get my pictures off of it anyway. And he says, so wait, you're banned for, for, for life? He says, why? Why are you banned for life from Facebook? Like he didn't know this kind of stuff happens. And I said, are you kidding me? I said, take a look around. I said, and then I started explaining to him to my show. I said, to be honest with you, I said, I don't know other than the fact that I'm a supporter of President Trump, that the only reason that you're here right now and that I'm banned on these platforms is because I support President Donald J. Trump. I said, because here's a here's a quick summary of my show. And I told him how we start off doing, you know, the Lord's Prayer and doing verses. And then I stopped. And I go, well, wait a minute. Look who I'm talking to. You're the FBI. You know what my show is all about. I don't have to sit here and tell you something that you don't know. They knew what kind of car, truck I drove. They knew when I got to D.C. They knew when I left D.C. They knew that I wasn't in that Capitol building. They knew that I wasn't on those Capitol stairs. There's no picture. There's no video evidence whatsoever. And I would be hard-pressed at this point to even believe that there was somebody making these false and flagrant accusations that were completely uh, baseless. My personal guess is that it's the people above these two gentlemen who were here that just said, here, here's a list, go to these people. Here's a list, go to these people, period. And that, ladies and gentlemen, because the, because they know, they're the freaking FBI. They know what happens in the world, folks. They know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, long story short, uh, I told him about Facebook, and he, he just he's kind of sat there. And when I said something about the guards, I mean the Capitol Police opening the barricades for people, you should have seen he had like a little smirk on his face like he knew something. But at this moment, everything changed, okay? Not only did I feel the presence of the Lord in here working uh, with me, but also going on them. Because they instantly became... They went from suspect interrogation to why are we even here this is ridiculous you could tell that they supported what i did and you could instantly tell that they did not want to be here they did not want to be here and just like the cops folks there's plenty of cops who have to obey laws i mean have to obey their orders there's plenty of fbi agents who are probably working in the fbi going what the hell are we doing why are we going here why are we going to these places what are we doing to these people when we could be out fighting real terrorism at that moment, folks, we became like, it was weird. It went from interrogation and suspect to friends. It was very, very, very odd. Okay. And, and now if I had, if I had to do it all over again, I would give them Bibles and sign them and send them on their way and say, thank you. So what happened was at this moment, um, 
we just started kind of joking around about, you know, things, life and, and talking about what I do. And again, they probably already knew everything, but we just, we, we, the, the tension in the air that was there that didn't bother me, but you could still tell was there was gone. It was completely gone. So then, um, my phone was sitting up here and my wife was calling. And it said, on the phone, it said, Sabrina, my love. That's what's on my phone. And I said, is that my wife calling? He goes, yep, it is. And I go, oh, I better answer it. And he goes, hey, wait a minute. Want to mess with her? And I'm like, hold on. I'm starting to rationalize everything that's going on in my head right now. I just went from a suspect being interrogated to hanging out with two FBI agents prank trolling my wife on the phone. So he says, you want to mess with her? And I'm like, yeah, let's mess with her. At this moment, we're like three grown kids in here laughing. It was really, really odd. It was really odd. So I answer the phone, and it's it's Sabrina, and I, you know, obviously, and I go, she goes, I said, hey, and it's on speakerphone, and she goes, hey, did the FBI show up there? And I said, yep, they're here right now. Matter of fact, I said, <laughs> I said, as a matter of fact, they're hold, they, they've got me handcuffed, and they're holding the phone for me to talk. I'm on my way to uh, to some holding facility, and she's like. She just goes nuts. She's like, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? You weren't even having anything to do with that. You were already gone. How dare... I mean, she was going off. And I was like, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, hold on, baby. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, no, we're just kidding you. We're just kidding you. And when I said that, the two FBI agents that were here started laughing. And it was like nothing was even happening. It was like what they came here to do wasn't even happening. Then, it takes another twist. Then... And again, he's probably watching right now, so, you know, he can, I'm sure he could verify all this. He says to me, he says, because of what my wife told him about us getting um, death threats and kids getting death threats and stuff, he said, look, he said, we are your asset here in New Hampshire. And I'm like, what? And he's like, uh, if anything that you need to, to, to report to us, if, no, if something happens to you or your family, we're your asset here in New Hampshire. Now I know how the how these folks work, and I I don't know specifically the intelligence agency. I'm sure they're trained to befriend you and all this other stuff. But there was something in the handshake, there was something in the eyes of these gentlemen, there was something in their body demeanor and their personality that completely changed. It was like the, it was like whatever they came here as completely broke down and changed, and they were something else, like a complete metamorphosis. So they went from interrogation suspect to laughing with me, playing a joke on my wife, and then becoming an ally because of things that have happened to me so they literally were like call us call me if you need anything call me if anything happens call me if you need to let us know anything or tell us anything just we're here for you and at that moment i said to myself wow there are still good people in law enforcement regardless of the of the of the top brass who are just out there doing their jobs you could tell they didn't want to be here today you could tell a hundred percent they didn't want to be here today so i thanked them for their service i shook their hand they, we we talked a little bit on their way out the door matter of fact they came back in and we're still chatting with me and laughing and having a good time then they left so then i sent him the email which was the screenshot of the uber drive and uh, I, I said again, I said, here, sir, is the is the thing that you asked for. Um, I said it was it was it was an honor to meet you. Thank you for your service. And uh, let me know if there's anything else you need. Um, but this whole experience brought me to something today. Number one, God was here, folks. God was in on this from the beginning to the end. Okay, and he took something that could have been a major catastrophe because I know what they've done to other patriots, especially people who did get on the stairs or did get inside. I know that they put people in jail. I know that they kept people in solitary confinement. I know what they did to people because they happened to be in D.C. that day. Should these should these FBI agents have come today? No, not at all. They should not have gone to my house, scared and you know put any kind of fear into my wife. They should not have come here, and they should not have um, been allowed to interrogate me off baseless accusations from some nut job liberal wacko on facebook however ladies and gentlemen it lets me know a few things one thing god was here number two they are full-on warfare at the top all the way down to try to get rid of trump and trump supporters but number three not all federal officials in the fbi and the doj are bad now, I'm probably on some microscope list right now where they're going to watch the crap out of me. And, by the way, if I end up like Seth Rich and I end up getting, you know, unfortunately taken away from this world and taken away from my family and my wife early, you guys will all know why. Because I'm here to tell you right now, and I'm here to tell you about as serious as a heart attack, I 
will never stop. Period. I will never stop. You have my word as God is my witness. I will never shut up. Freedom isn't free. And the people that died for me to have this freedom did the same thing, but even on a more scary level. They literally died on the hills that they were on. And I will die on this hill. So if something happens to me, folks, just know right now, the 6,000 people that are watching on, on social media alone, I did not do it. I love life. I love spreading the gospel. I love my family. I've never had suicidal thoughts in my lifetime, and I never, ever, ever have had a depression so deep where I felt like I shouldn't be here or can't be here any longer. Just getting that out of the way now. Now, I had a lot of news to do to do tonight, and I'm going to try to still roll through it, so please bear with me, but that is my story, and it's probably going to happen to anybody else who is in D.C., but just know, handle it however you feel on handling at that moment. I could have said a thousand things to these guys that I want Joe Biden Biden and Christopher Ray and 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 Merrick Garland and all these people to hear. I could have said that, but these guys don't want to hear that crap. They don't want to be here to even to begin with. They were nice. They were cordial. So if you're nice and cordial to me as a Christian, I'm going to be nice and cordial back to you. And that is my story, folks. And I hope uh, it opens your eyes a little bit. Now we have to do some news. We have to. I know we're late, but we got to do some news. So let's go ahead and give the first dumb dumb award of the day today. Boom! Right there into the swamp donkey bucket because this is going to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. They are now ignoring another order that was already ordered by two different judges. Hand over anything that the auditors need to do a forensic audit, period. Well, now, in, in the first subpoena and the first uh, request from uh, the Senate and from the Maricopa, uh, I mean, from the, uh, from the Republican Party and the auditors, did not include the routers, did not include the actual physical routers. So, because they didn't include them on the first time, they've sent a request. The, the auditors themselves, which is, I believe, Cyber Ninjas, have sent the request to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors that we need the routers so that we can um, do a forensic audit on them as well. Maricopa County Board of Supervisors says, no, nope, it wasn't in your original request. You're not getting them. Eh, wrong. You're fired. Wrong. You're fired. You can't do that. It's part of the original subpoena. They need to come. But this, ladies and gentlemen, is another attempt to stop what's coming out about the 2020 election because they know, like you know, like I know, and like those two FBI agents we're here today know, that the world is not putting up with this any longer. We're getting to the bottom of it. And once Arizona goes, the rest go. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to find out some serious, serious stuff about these machines that you and I already know. And I don't care how much they try to discuss. Uh, to discredit them. I don't care how much they try to stop them. The truth is coming out. And this was God's way of doing it. God could not have done this had President Trump actually pulled this out and they couldn't cheat enough to beat him. This kind of curtain would have never been pulled back. It never would have been pulled back. We are literally going to fix this country from the bottom up with we the people. And it's happening right now. So that audit will be done. But the Maricopa County uh, Board of Supervisors um, still want to use their swamp donkey tactics and stop them. So that's kind of a little update there. Now, let me give you a quick update on New Hampshire. One of the selectmen of the of the four, one of the four actually just uh, came out and said that he would actually change his vote to vote for uh, Javon Hutton Pulitzer to do the forensic audit. And he would change his vote, which would make it two to two in the, in the, um, in the selectmen's vote, um, only if... The majority of Windham wanted that. Now, our good friend Corey Lewandowski actually lives in Windham, and he was just on with our other good friend, John Fredericks. Let me break something down for you. There's a total of 13,592 citizens that live inside Windham County. Of that... Um, of that 13,592, you can probably get that, guess that only half of those uh, residents are voters. So... New Hampshire, Windham and the, and the people that are working there said, okay, so in order for us to give you proof that a majority of the voters in this town want Javon Hutton Pulitzer to do the audit, we would just need proof of that, right? Yep, he says, yep, you show me proof that a majority of the citizens of this uh, uh, little city want it, and I will change my vote. Boom. Action 
action, action. There is now a petition going around to the residents of Windham only, so I can't sign this and you can't sign this, but that doesn't mean we can't get out there and help and work, especially if you're in New Hampshire. So I'm going to do that, just that. There's now a petition going around for the residents to do just that. So all we need is a majority of the registered voters to say that they want a forensic audit done, and this guy says on camera that he will change his vote. You see how we're doing things in the Republican Party, folks? You see how things are starting to happen? We are literally becoming the action party, and we're changing things. And, we, and, and the Republicans never did this. They never did this. Had they done this four years ago, six years ago, eight years ago, we probably wouldn't be where we are today. We probably wouldn't have seen a second Obama. We probably definitely, we definitely would be seeing a second Trump right now instead of waiting. Okay, and that is what's happening right now in New Hampshire. So there's your New Hampshire update. I would also like to tell you that I spoke with Blue Sky Organic Farms today, the, the farm that we're donating the money to, $1,400 raised, and um, uh, the owner, David, we're going to try to get him on, uh, but I have already talked to, oh, what's her name? I think her name is Diane, and she's going to accept the $1,400, and uh, once I send the $1,400, and it's done, and it's accepted, we're going to bring somebody, hopefully David, the owner, but we're going to bring somebody, a representative on the company, on as a guest, uh, to, to talk to you guys and let you know a little bit more about what they do. we got to give the second Dumb Dumb Award, Bam, we're running close to time, i got to hurry up here, second Dumb Dumb Award of the day goes to, <laughs> what a shot. Dr. Fauci, the second award of the day goes to Dr. Fauci. The reason why the Dumb Dumb Award goes to Dr. Fauci is because he's very upset, folks. Listen, I'm very upset right now. My name is Dr. Fauci, and I literally have the worst credentials of any doctor in the entire United States of America. I funnel money constantly to build things like the Wuhan lab and everything else, and I completely destroyed any kind of hope to stop AIDS pandemic, and I started, uh, you know, hate crimes against gay people. But let me tell you, I'm extremely unhappy right now with... Congressman Jim Jordan and uh, the likes of Rand Paul. That's right. Dr. Fauci happens to be very upset, ladies and gentlemen. He's very, very upset right now and complaining about being criticized publicly by Rand Paul and Jim Jordan, saying that they are making this about politics and that he doesn't appreciate it and that he doesn't want them to do it anymore. <laughs> Take my ball and go home, Dr. Fauci. He says that it's wrong for them to do that and it's an embarrassment. Ah, uh, what? Cares. They don't. <laughs> they just don't care. <laughs> and we're going to give a Smarty Award of the day today. I know I'm jumping from one thing to another, but let's go ahead and do it. The Smarty Award of the day today is going to go to all of you Iowans out there and your amazing governor, Kim Reynolds. Both houses have passed HF. 813. And this bill is going to the desk of Kim Reynolds, Governor Kim Reynolds, to sign in Iowa. And it is going to grant additional freedoms and funding for charter schools. And the funding will come through an independent group group outside of public school funding, ladies and gentlemen. This is huge. In a world where they're trying to indoctrinate all our kids, in a world where they're trying to steal all of our children's minds and push everybody to public school, in Iowa they said, nope, not happening. We are going to add freedoms. Freedoms to charter schools, freedoms to choose to go to charter schools, and funding raised from a third-party independent group in order to give you a choice of going to public school or whether you go to a charter school. And I want to give a big round of applause, ladies and gentlemen, right now to Kim Reynolds. And I'd also like to give a big round of applause to Governor Ron DeSantis. Yet again, man, this guy just keeps winning, winning, winning. Governor Ron DeSantis just announced today that he's giving a $1,000 bonus to all police, firefighters, and EMTs who uh, and first responders. Everybody in the state that belongs to any of those fields is going to get a $1,000 bonus, courtesy of uh, the citizens, really, of Florida, but definitely courtesy of Ron DeSantis, keeping the people first, putting America first, putting Florida first, and putting our brave men and women in law enforcement, FBI agents, <laughs> um, uh, police, fire, and uh, first responders 
He's putting them first and giving them $1,000 for all the work that they've done during this entire stretch of the pandemic, COVID-19. So ladies and gentlemen, that's really, that's really the show today. Remember, uh, everything that I told you today is 100% honest, it's 100% true, and if it happened to me, it can definitely, definitely happen to every single one of you. So if you know somebody or if you were in DC on the 6th, whether you were part of the of the insurrection or not, you will most likely be visited by the FBI. But as long as you have truth and as long as you have God on your side, you have nothing to fear. And remember the beginning of this video, like I told you, you're not going to see this recorded version of this video until at least an hour afterwards and the podcast will be uploaded to my website. And do not forget everything I told you about my website. That is your one-stop shop to find out anything. If something goes wrong and you can't find me, that is where you'll find me. And I'll always make sure that the show will always go on. Remember folks, there are right ways. There are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh, so stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep that chest out as a patriot, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you tomorrow, Thursday, May 6th, for more Live from America at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Do not forget it. Set your calendars, set your clocks, and I'll see you then, folks. Have a great, great evening. God bless all of you.